Welcome to the Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 264, and welcome back to my front porch. Hope you're doing great. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Uh, no matter what day it is or what time of day it is, I hope it's really, really great. Um, I hear a lot of people, they'll, they'll uh, kind of let me know like certain times of days they're listening to the podcast. Some people are like, I listen to it when I'm working out. Other people talk about uh, when they're waking up in the morning and getting ready. That's pretty awesome. Some people are in the car uh, as they're going into work. All of that's so awesome. And, 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 and just to be honest, like I, I'm always so appreciative that uh, for some of you that I'm a part of that weekly rhythm for you, uh, I really love that idea. <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of the, I mean, I'm doing this because I genuinely enjoy the process of working through a passage and then processing through it and then presenting it. Um, I, I really do enjoy that, but I do love that there are people listening. Uh, I do appreciate that. So uh, I think it's kind of cool. It's like we're all doing devos together. Like we're, we got a small group. It just ends up being spread out uh, across the country. So that's kind of cool. That that idea is pretty cool. So I hope you're doing really good. You know, it's interesting with all that's happening with Ukraine uh, and the war and with Ukraine and Russia. I mean, it's brought about a, a lot of really interesting um, feelings and thoughts, uh, concerns for people. And uh, I'm, I, I, I cannot uh, begin to explain how I, I believe that this, once again, is another one of those things that's trying to wake us up. Um, and I, it's pulling us out of the slumber. I think, in, and this is a little bit, well, I'll get into the podcast a little bit on this, but just as we kind of head into it, I can't help but go, we need to wake up. Like we, we've got to kind of look up. There's, God is doing something right now. And, um, and he's allowing us to kind of go, whoa, what is happening? I mean, just in a moment when we felt like, okay, everything's starting to chill out. And now, you know, we have this war that's going on that for a lot of people, I mean, I grew up during the, during the cold war, you know, in the eighties, I remember hiding under my desk. I remember, you know, because we would do drills about if there, if Russia drops bombs on us, you know, I grew up like, like that. And a lot of people have. And so this is a bit triggering <laughs> for a lot of people within a certain demographic. Um, I think for a younger generation there, I don't know if they feel the weight of it, like a lot of us kind of older folks do, but it's kind of a big deal. And I think it's waking people up and, and it's shattering our security, our comfort. And really, that's what's been going on for the last few years. And then people are like, and now this? And I'm like, wait, hold on. Let's not get, something's going on. God is awakening us to something. And and again, getting back to that Isaiah passage, do you not perceive it? Like something is happening. He's doing something, but are we aware of what he was doing? So again, as we get into this podcast, I think it'll be helpful, but... I just go, hey, we have got to keep our eyes focused on on God, and we really need to stay connected with one another and bear each other's burdens in these times. Otherwise, you just kind of lose your mind. I'm meeting with people every week that are have drove themselves down so far into the ground because they've been inundated with all this news and all this pain and all this hurt, and it's just like it, it's honestly strangling them. So. Anyway, just an encouragement, challenge, like 
Um, just be aware God is doing something. He's not abandoned us. He is doing something, and we need to continue uh, to be aware of that. Uh, thanks again for all of you who continue to listen. Those of you who give uh, through our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash front porch confessional. Really, really appreciate uh, your partnership there. And then for those of you who have bought the devotional, uh, again, it's online at, on Amazon. If you'd like to get that front porch devotional, uh, really, really appreciate that support. All right. Our passage for today is Second Samuel 12, uh, verse 7a. And it says this, Then Nathan said to David, You are that man. You are the man. You are that man. Uh, when Patty and I were first married, uh, I was in a band, and I um, I was down at the recording studio. I think she had dropped me off. I said, hey, listen, I just got to go record a track real quick. It won't take me long. And so I was up and, and uh, left her in the car. And so I went up and recorded recorded with my band. And I looked at the time, and I realized it had been like six hours. Like I had completely lost track of time. I was just getting, I got kind of super focused in on this thing. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I went downstairs. This is before cell phones. So uh, she wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, shoot. So ended up taking the train. Our, we had a train stop by our our, our first apartment. So went, went on the train and uh, got home, hopped into bed. Babe, I am so, so sorry. I, I think I have made a huge mistake. And I, I'm so sorry. And she said, Hey, I just want to let you know, by the way, this is year one of our marriage. I just want you to know that today was my birthday. Yikes. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge fail. That's a, an epic first husband fail uh, there. Um, but I, I mean, I was thinking about this and, and like thinking about David's life and like what's really going on here and what's going on is David has gotten distracted and for so many of us and for me like I was on the band it's like wait a second I have this woman who God has given to me and she's my she's a gift from the Lord and but I'm valuing this thing as more than her and 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 what I think about this particular passage and the reason why I'm bringing it and I think it's so important is uh this passage in the life of David it 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 honestly says so much like here has a been here's a man uh, a man after God's own heart who has been through so much. I mean, think about it. He's had Goliath. He's been running for a decade. You know, he ran for a decade from Saul. You know, he finally, uh, you know, Saul passes away. He ends up taking over Jerusalem. He reestablishes the people of Israel. He brings the Ark of the Covenant back. And then what happens next is he completely gets caught off guard. Completely gets caught are off guard and I got I got done reading this book uh, a good friend of mine Barth um, <clears throat> suggested this book uh, called Leap Over a Wall and Eugene Peterson writes it in and, and, and it's talking about this particular point in David's life and that he's moved basically from the wilderness into this like castle into the kingdom right he stopped fighting on the front lines and now he rules behind you know closed doors so what happens you know, what happens in, to, in the mix of all that? Well, what happens to David is he gets distracted. And as a result of getting distracted, he gets deceived. Deception kind of seeps in. And as a result of that, he has an affair with Bathsheba, a married woman. 
he murders her husband. He puts her puts his husband on the on the front lines um, to try to cover up the fact because she had gotten pregnant, to kind of cover up all this. So kills his husband. And and then Nathan, uh, the prophet, you know, basically essentially, you know, David's pastor steps in and it's his job to awaken um, God's beloved, David, to wake, awaken him to the sin, awaken him to this, this slumber, that, the spiritual slumber that he finds himself in. And, and you know, dis- distraction and deception create a sort of spiritual blindness, which is so interesting. And for a lot of people, they don't realize they are spiritually blind, blind right? In some ways, uh, when we are in this kind of wilderness life, right? When we're in this wilderness life, we become focused. We, we, you know, many people become, and I mean, I know this to be true for our family. When we are going through so much of what we've been going through over the last 10 years, honestly, we're pretty focused, focused in on God, depending on the Lord and trusting in him. And, 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 and I think for um, for us, those years for us were just like, because it was so hard, it's like, what are we going to do? We have to completely, completely turn to him. And and because we're like, he's the one who's faithful. He's the one that can help us because everything else just feel, feels so lost. You know, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to depend and trust on the one who is faithful, the one who will see me through, the one who won't fail because everything else just feels squirrely. Right, and then here's something interesting happens. Then things start to normalize, and um, and as re- as a result, we get distracted, and then as a result of that, we get deceived easier, easy, and and this is the this is the state that that David is in, currently as we read this passage, and and I'd also like to say it may be the state that you're in right now. And, and I don't think David was fully aware of it. You know, I don't, I don't think he was fully aware of it. And, and maybe you're not as, as well. You know, <clears throat> I get the unique opportunity of teaching at, at churches. And I get to teach at a lot of different churches, which is kind of cool. And sometimes, I'm telling you, when I'm up there teaching, I, I can, I can, it's, it's a really interesting gift that God gives communicators. Um, the, the gift of those who get to teach the, God's Word is I can, it's almost like I can look into people's souls through their eyes. And I know that sounds super freaky, but I can tell when people are just kind of inebriated, spiritually inebriated, and just blind. And, and it really, it really grieves me. Like it grieves me deeply. There's times when I'm up there when I just feel like, are you understanding what, what the word of God is saying? It feels like people don't care. I just want to yell, you need to wake up. You need to wake up. This is this is what Nathan is is doing to David. This is Nathan. When Nathan says, "You are that man," he's basically saying, "You are the one that has left the Lord. You are the one who has abandoned uh, your your first love, right, God, to go after another love. Uh, you are the one who is compromising." And if you continue to read on. What you find out is that David sees his sin as a result of this wake-up call from Nathan, and he repents. It's one of the beautiful things about David and, and what he does in his life. And, you know, over the years, I, I've had these moments 
in my own life, you know. And sometimes he's used my wife. Um, he's definitely used friends. And uh, sometimes it's a sermon or a song uh, or, or my kids, a country. I mean, he used like India to like wake me up, w- awaken me from my spiritual blindness. And I think for, for most of us, I, I, I don't think we're like trying to rebel. You know, I don't think like for most of you listening to this podcast that you are like, you know what, I'm going to rebel against God. That sounds like a good plan. I think for most of us, we just end up finding ourselves slipping into these areas and not realizing it. We've slipped into distraction. And as a result, we've become easily deceived. Because when we get comfortable with our faith and we truly stop depending on God, that's when this all begins. And and here's what you need to hear the call that Nathan has given to David and given to you and to me. We need to wake up. You got to wake up. You need to wake up. And I think this is a time in our history, and I could, man, I could get on a soapbox here. I think we need to wake up. I think this is a time in our history that we need to wake up. When you, I, I just, I look for patterns, and there is a pattern that is happening. The very moment where it seems like everything's going to go back to quote unquote normal, something happens. Something weird happens, and it's like God, in His grace and His mercy, is like you got to wake up. You become spiritually blind. You become distracted. And I think for a lot of us, as a result of being distracted, uh, we are being deceived. Like Satan is just distracting us and deceiving us. And we're following all the wrong things instead of just following Jesus. And that's what we need to do. We need to look to the one who wasn't distracted. Look. Look at Jesus' life. Look how focused he was, focused in on what the Father had for him, focused in on his plan, not deceived, not distracted, completely focused to the point of being able to lay down his life and then in resurrection power move forward the kingdom of God here on this earth and empower other people to do it. This, now that's exciting news by the way, this is what we've been invited to do because dependence on God will create a devoted life complete and utter dependence on God you know the wilderness experience for David was a place where he was like what is going on I need you he gets to the kingdom and he gets lazy and I think for so many of us we have been very very comfortable in our faith and right now is a time that we need to wake up and realize what is actually going on? So the question is just really easy. Where are you distracted right now? Father God, you know us so well. You know that we get distracted so easily. So we're going to ask you to please help us, awaken us to what it is you're doing for your glory and your honor. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time, cheers.